This is host Raymond Posh. No new episodes are being added under our spiritual life, but all 108 episodes will remain accessible. My new episodes are all being published under my New Ways of Being podcast. You can learn about me and new ways of being at RaymondPosh.com. Welcome to the Spiritual Indies Only podcast, in which we discuss God, spirituality, and life for and with spiritual indies, people who are spiritual but independent of religions, churches, and closed-mindedness. I'm Raymond Posh, a longtime spiritual indie myself, and I want to share my personal stories, spiritual insights, and guidance that can help you experience more powerful relationships with yourself, the divine, and the world, and ultimately, greater satisfaction and joy in your life. I love Spiritual Indies because we are soul brothers and sisters. We want to make the world a better place, and we don't particularly like religions. Deep within our being, though, we do care about others. These episodes are for Spiritual Indies only and are my gifts of love to a world that needs teaching and love not preaching and dogma. Hello and welcome. Welcome to all listeners of the Spiritual Indies Only podcast. This is episode number 14, Shifting from Fear or Hate to Love and Oneness. Now, These are challenging times that we're facing with the coronavirus pandemic and all of the politics and negativity and everything that we see in the world today. So I want to remind yourself that it is important to recognize when you have negative thoughts, negative emotions, and respond quickly to change from that low energy, that low vibration, to high spiritual energy, high vibration. Because when you do that, you will feel better. You will feel more powerful, and you will be more powerful. So, say that you realize that uh, you're concentrating on hate for one political figure for all the bad things that they're saying and respond to that by shifting. And one way of raising your vibration is to shift to the state of love. Think of love. Think about love. Think how good that love makes you feel. Or you can choose joy. Feel joy for no particular reason. Feel joy because you are alive. Life is the expression of 
life itself. It is the expression of joy, the wonder of being alive, the wonder of being able to be here in a world that is full of possibilities and ever-changing and vast potential for creativity, for creation itself. And there are many other ways. Uh, Whatever works for you to shift to a higher vibration. I've worked with consciousness for many years, and I can just tell myself to raise my spiritual energy, to raise my vibration, to vibrate at a higher frequency. And maybe you can do that too. So this is a very important skill, this shift from negative to positive, the shift from being stuck and feeling heavy to feeling light and unstuck and feeling the freedom that that gives you. Now, one way to do this also is to shift to live from the heart. Your heart is your soul connection. It connects you to your true self. So it connects you to your soul, which is part of God. Your soul knows everything that you wanted to do when you came here to earth that you may have forgotten. Your heart is also your connection to the universe as a whole, to the source, to God. It is your connection to power, to creating what you want to do in your life. And in fact, you know, when I say it's your connection to your soul, that sounds like some other part of you, some mysterious part. It may be that you've, and in in fact, this is true of me and most people, we have lost the connection to our own soul. And that's because, as I've said in earlier episodes, we have built up this mental construction that is our ego. It is a false self. It comes from, rather than knowing that we are part of everything that is part of God, we believe that we are separate from everything else, from every other person, separate from God. And that is totally false. It comes from believing what the world is telling us, if you will, but that's an illusion. We come to this world so that we can experience the spectrum of life, not the pure love of where we came from, but from now seeing dichotomies. We can see bad as well as good. We can see separation as well as unity. We can see light and dark. We can see good and bad. We can see all of the contrasts that are in this relative world of life here on planet Earth. And uh, we have chosen to come here to experience all of that. We can eventually learn if we turn our thoughts and our desires and, more importantly, our awareness to what we are experiencing and to what our calling is calling us to do. (laughs) Shifting to live from the heart is very powerful. 
The heart is also where one of our energy centers, a chakra, is the heart chakra. Our chakra is very powerful. And when we develop our consciousness to the level of the heart, we are now able to connect with our soul and with the universe and with God. And if you pay attention to what that is, it is the beginning of knowing that we are not this limited self, this little self that exists in the world and is overwhelmed perhaps by everything that makes us fearful and makes us react with a negative response, with hate or pushing bad things away. And we now have a chance to react from selflessness. We can open. And as we open and do this over time, we become less selfish and more selfless. We take in and connect with more and more of the world. And that is what you have heard me in previous episodes speak of as oneness. And you've heard other people talk about the importance of oneness. When we open to oneness and when we embrace oneness and when we shift into oneness, we are expanding ourselves to have much greater power and much greater knowing and much greater potential. Oneness is oneness with God, yes, but it is oneness with all of life and all of existence. So if you can do that, and it requires wanting to do that and choosing to do that and learning and expanding your ability to do that, it opens yourself to a much greater world and a much more rewarding life. Even the heart as an organ, but also the heart as an energy center, is very powerful. You may have heard the term coherence of heart and mind. So basically the heart being the center of your body and the mind being the center of your ability to think. And if you can go beyond that to your true self, which is being or pure consciousness, it is the heart or the center of your being. So you can connect to all of that and you can use that heart power to shift into a much more powerful state, a much happier state. From that, you can choose love, kindness, oneness, higher consciousness, joy, beauty, harmony, everything positive. It allows you the capability to choose all of that. You can hold intentions in your heart. And that's the most powerful way to hold intentions for what you want to have, what you want to manifest, what you want yourself to be, what you want yourself to do, what you want yourself to have. Those can be intentions for the world. You can intend for the world to be a better place. If you want to make a difference in the world, do it from holding that intention in your heart. When you come and live from the heart, it is a place of openness. It opens doors, if you will. It opens you to oneness. 
openness allows you to be selfless, to be giving, to experience love, to experience joy, to experience peace. Another way that you can make the shift from negative to positive or the shift to living from your heart is to stop and to experience awe for a few minutes. Even just a few moments helps you to begin to make the shift. Awe. If you cannot be in awe of nature and life, something is wrong. You need to go within and and really uh, work to connect with nature. When you can connect to nature, you can connect to the source of everything. Another thing you can do is smile. Stop and tell yourself to smile for the things that are good in the world. You know, I saw this sidewalk art that some kid did a few days ago. I saw it on my morning walk. And it had a big, very artistically done happy face. And it said, smiles are contagious too. Isn't that a powerful and wonderful thought? And if you make the shift, kindness and caring can be contagious. I would like to read a letter to you that expresses this just wonderfully well. It is from an email that I received from Jean Houston. Jean is a spiritual teacher She was one of the leading people back like in the 70s or or 80s, leading the human potential movement. I would like to read this letter because she expresses the ideas of kindness and making the shift to kindness so well. So this is a long email, but listen to what she has to say. It's just wonderful, a wonderful view of the world. Dear friends, Like all of you, the epic scale of the coronavirus threat has humbled me with its power and is collectively asking more of us than to just stay at home. All of my life, I have been dedicated to encouraging the potential that every person carries within them. I've taught about our innate depths, our possibilities, and our purpose. Now, however, it's time to live out the promise that we all carry to become noble, kind, and compassionate people. This week on television, I witnessed the best and most fearful sides of our natures. On the one hand, I saw violent videos of shoppers fighting over toilet paper and also experienced indiscriminate generosity while shopping at my local Costco. Customers who knew the gravity of the challenge we all faced stepped aside for each other in the aisles. If one item was left on the shelf, they asked the person behind them if they would like it. The obviously overworked employees were never too busy restocking the shelves to share a smile and ask how they could help. Strangers really looked at each other and bonded in that momentary glance. There was a pervasive energy of collective caring 
that will never be reported by the media. Tonight on the news, I saw restaurant owners and chefs in New York who were transforming their empty restaurants into soup kitchens of a sort and creating food for those who might be hungry in their neighborhoods. Families in need were brought to tears with the unexpected kindness of these people. Yes, my belief in our potential is vindicated as neighbor cares for neighbor and plans are drawn up for feeding children who no longer can go to school. The remarkable thing is that this isn't the government that is rolling out a highly budgeted plan. It's individuals. As one restaurateur said, I'm asked how long I'll be offering food. I guess it's until I run out of money. My hope today is that we allow this crisis to evoke the best of us. We can hunker down in fear or look for the opportunity to care each in our own way. Our kindness is a light. The more we extend it, the brighter it becomes and the more darkness we illuminate. We can give without any expectations until goodness flows from our depths, presents new possibilities, and expands our sense of purpose. The benefit is not only for those we touch, but is also like my Costco experience, where our generosity of spirit can create positive energy that permeates the very air we all breathe. It creates a powerful new vision of who we are and what we can accomplish together. We must hold fast to that vision until it becomes reality. So, my dear friend, I invite you to create a new virus of caring, of a nobility of our humanity that becomes even more contagious than the one dancing in the headlines. This is our time. We can choose to surrender to fear or we can show the world what it means to be thoughtful, to be generous, and to be proactive in helping friends or strangers alike. Perhaps this is an invitation of sorts in which we are invited to step into a new experience of our interdependence and empathy. Former Vice President Biden during the most recent debate, announced his intention to create programs that would, quote, make us whole. As we extend ourselves into the well-being of each other, we return to wholeness as the family of humankind. Self-serving actions and the illusion of separation can transform into a collective strength that is more encompassing than divisions of race, economic status, gender preference, or political party. It can be as simple as a smile or encouraging word, a window visit to an elder care home, or a letter to someone in prison. Your words of encouragement are constantly influencing our perceptions and worldview. Take all the precautions that are recommended and at the same time be bold in your love and constant in your faith that together 
we will pass through this challenging time. On the other side of it, we will look back and realize that we were part of an epic time in history when caring triumphed over fear and goodness prevailed. Bless you, dear one, now and always, Gene Houston. I think that was a very wonderful letter. I hope you see it that way. I hope you take from the wonderful words that she expressed. We can choose kindness and goodness and oneness, health for you and all of mankind. Now, you can also expand this thinking to celebrate life every day. Smile. Be kind. God is your source, the source of power, energy, love, life, oneness, creativity, the universe, and you. Make the shift from fear or hate to love and oneness. Thank you again, and may you be healthy and happy and full of joy. Thank you, fellow spiritual indies, for listening to this podcast. I send you my love because together we can make a positive difference in the world. And I want to share my spiritual insights with you and be there for you if you have questions or want someone to talk to. Do you want to learn more about spirituality and becoming more conscious? then please subscribe and listen to my episodes of these Spiritual Indies Only podcasts. And please check out my website at spiritualindiesonly.com where I post the transcript for each episode and feel free to leave questions and comments. May you open yourself to life, grow as a person, and experience many blessings.